Greetings and a warm welcome to the 101st edition of the Z News Podcast. It's Thursday, October 26, 2023, and I'm your host, Ayanda. Join me as we dive into the dynamic world of news and uncover the intriguing narratives shaping Zambia's landscape. Join me on this informative journey as we uncover the latest developments and provide you with a snapshot of the events happening around Zambia and beyond. Without any more delay, let's jump right in. We are going to start with news from Newsdiggers, which has six entries today. The first entry is entitled Police Nap 5 Criminals Aged Between 15 and 22 in Matero. Police in Lusaka have arrested five suspected criminals aged between 15 and 22 years for their involvement in a series of robberies and attacks in the Matero area. The suspects had been on the police wanted list for a long time. The second entry is entitled Munir in Court for Seditious Practices. Munir Zulu, an independent member of parliament in Zambia, has been taken to court for allegedly making seditious statements on social media, claiming that President Hakane Hichilema would call for early elections. The third entry is entitled Refs Must Aspire to Reach Highest Levels of Performance, FAS. FAS President Andrew Kamanga has challenged match officials in Zambia to strive for excellence and take their careers to the next level, with the aim of representing the country on the international stage. He spoke at the launch of the FIFA Elite Referees Workshop in Lusaka, encouraging the current crop of match officials to learn from the role models in the country. Entry number four is entitled Chambeshi, Chiangi took Chipolo Polo to make 2026 World Cup. Ex-Chipolo Polo coaches Beston Chambeshi and Agrei Chiangi are confident that Zambia can qualify for the 2026 FIFA World Cup with the right preparation and balance in the national team. Xiangi believes the players have come of age and are ready to compete against any team in the world. The fifth entry is entitled Chitangala Explains Delay in Rehabilitating OIT Facilities. OIT Zambia Sports Development Center CEO Frederick Chitangala has revealed that the arrival of the artificial floor for the multi-purpose hall has been delayed due to logistical issues at the border. OIT Zambia is now focusing on doing business with companies rather than asking for handouts. Entry number six is entitled Zambia, will surprise rivals at Hockey Olympic qualifiers, Wali. Philemon Bwali, Zambia's men's national hockey team striker, is confident that the team is ready to cause an upset at the 2024 Paris-Africa Olympic qualifiers, which begin this Sunday in South Africa. Zambia is looking to qualify for their first-ever Senior Olympics, and Bwali believes the team is prepared to surprise and cause upsets to other countries. Next up, we have news from Mwabantu, which has five entries today. Entry number one is entitled Chipolo Polo makes a slight leap in world rankings. Chipolo Polo have made a slight improvement in the FIFA rankings, moving from 82nd to 81st position providing a welcome motivation as they prepare to take part in the World Cup qualifiers next month. FAS President Andrew Kamanga is confident that the current generation of players have the hunger to achieve something special for the motherland. Entry number two is entitled We Will Not Tolerate Sextortion, ACC warns. The Anti-Corruption Commission is concerned about the rise of a new form of corruption called sexual gratification 
with three lecturers from the Copper Belt University arrested in the last two months. The Commission is urging victims of this form of corrupt practices to come forward and report the culprits. Entry number three is entitled Bilateral Agreement Between Zambia and Japan Underway to Boost Investment. Japan and Zambia are working together to boost investments between the two countries, with a bilateral investment agreement underway. The Japanese government is also willing to collaborate in various sectors of the economy, as the two countries share a unique memory of Zambia's independence. The fourth entry is entitled Suspected Criminal Beaten to Death by Mob. A suspected criminal has died after being beaten by a mob in Lusaka's Kabwata area. The deceased, yet to be identified, was apprehended after attacking a 28-year-old man and demanding money. The fifth entry is entitled Zambia and Tanzania Forge Stronger Economic Ties for Development. President Samia Suluhu Hassan has reaffirmed Tanzania's commitment to strengthening economic solidarity with Zambia, calling on parliamentarians to rally support for joint projects to deepen ties and facilitate the free movement of people between the two countries. She also highlighted the importance of the Tanzania-Zambia Railway Authority, Tazara, and the Tandema-Nakon border in driving mutual development. To wrap up today's edition, let's check out the news from ZNBC, which has an astounding 10 entries today. Let's uncover what's inside. Entry number one is entitled SA Gets $1 Billion World Bank Loan to Tackle Power Crisis. The World Bank has approved a $1 billion loan to South Africa to help resolve its energy crisis and transition to a low-carbon economy, with the loan intended to reform the state-owned power company ESCOM and reduce carbon emissions. The second entry is entitled CB Needs More Resources for Water. Minister Mposha is visiting the Copper Belt to assess the progress of the Zambia Water and Sanitation Project, which has already achieved 85% water coverage and 72% sanitation services. The project is expected to improve water supply to Chingola, Chililabombwe and Mufulera communities when completed. The third entry is entitled Anthrax Breaks Out in EP, Seven People Infected and Was Posted in the Health Category. Anthrax has broken out in Eastern Province, killing over 12 hippos in Lukushtzi National Park and infecting seven people. Veterinary officer Arthur Mambolamina has informed his Machinga province counterpart to be on high alert and is hopeful that vaccines will be made available to prevent the further spread of the disease. The fourth entry is entitled Farmers Warned of Arrest if They Sell FISP Inputs and was posted in the agriculture category. Katumora Member of Parliament Clement Andaliki has warned FISP beneficiaries against selling the inputs, threatening arrest and removal from the list of beneficiaries. The flagging off of the distribution of farming inputs to farmers in Kazangula district also saw the announcement of a law to stiffen the punishment for cattle rustlers and a requirement for farmers to sell at least 20 bags of maize to the Food Reserve Agency. The fifth entry is entitled 1000 ZAF Officer Apply for Loans and was posted in the agriculture category. The public service microfinance company, has received an overwhelming response for agriculture loans from public service workers, including defense and security officers, with over 1,000 applications already processed. The institution is now rolling out the Agriculture Asset Plus loans to the rest of the country, 
providing public service workers with an opportunity to access affordable agriculture loans. The sixth entry is entitled African Health Challenges Need Homegrown Solutions HH and was posted in the health category. President Hakane Hichilema has called for Africa to develop its own homegrown solutions to public health needs and challenges and to be proactive in planning ahead for any form of pandemics. He also highlighted the importance of working together with people that have access to technology, resources availability and experiences. Entry number seven is entitled Malusa Challenges Councils on CDF and was posted in the politics category. Stafford Malusa, Member of Parliament for Sowesi Central, has called on councils to ensure the Constituency Development Fund is used to benefit the people. He has responded to complaints from traders at Musabula Market, who have abandoned their market shelter due to its poor state and promised to improve the use of resources under CDF. The eighth entry is entitled Zambia, Japan to sign investment agreement and was posted in the business category. Japan and Zambia are set to sign a bilateral investment agreement to boost investments between the two countries, with Zambia's ambassador to Japan Dr. Tobias Malanika encouraging Japanese mining companies to take advantage of the cooperation to invest in exploration of minerals essential for electric vehicles and other products. Entry number 9 is entitled ZNS, signs deal to build 5,000 kilometers of township roads at $725M, and was posted in the local category. Zambia National Service has signed a memorandum of understanding with an American company, Landlock Natural Paving Incorporated, to rehabilitate and construct 5,000 kilometers of township roads, creating employment opportunities for local contractors. The U.S. ambassador to Zambia has commended the Zambian government for finding a partner that will provide quality road infrastructure at the right price. Entry number 10 is entitled Lack of Funds Affecting Basketball Performance and was posted in the sports category. The Zambia Basketball Federation has attributed the lack of success of Zambian clubs in continental competitions to inadequate preparation and finances. The failure to qualify for the Basketball Africa League Elite 16 has deprived Zambia of the opportunity to market its players to the best basketball leagues in the world. That brings us to the end of this remarkable episode of the Z News Podcast. I trust you found our discussion enlightening and thought-provoking. Until next time, this is Ayanda, your host, signing off. Take care and see you later.